Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Tim Murray is, of course, the host of v Primetime Live, airing from 5 until 8 Central Time on v Also the host of v College Football Betting Podcast. Uh, Tim, are you like me? You don't really care what the number is Saturday. You're taking the under? <laughs> 16 straight years to the under in the Army-Navy game. 32 and, and a half, and I feel like I'm stealing. <laughs> uh, I took Navy. Uh, I think Navy's playing really good football right now. The market is moving that way. Uh, you're starting to see some one and a halfs pop. It's fascinating. You know, back in the in the preseason, uh, the South Point here in Las Vegas in early June releases their game of the year lines, and I like to compare on a week to week basis. You know what? Sure. How much the market has changed? And Army was a ten point favorite over the summer. And now Navy is a, is the favorite, and I think that's twofold. Army, I think, was a over overall pretty disappointing team this year for for where they had been, and Navy's played a lot better. You know, down the stretch, you know, beating UCF uh, in their I believe regular season finale, coming back against Notre Dame, and you know if that game is you know five minutes longer, might beat Notre Dame. So uh, they're playing really well, and uh, we'll see. I mean, this game is always. It's always great for, for, for many reasons, and I was fortunate enough to be a part of it uh, on a very small basis, uh, you know, being the studio host for Navy for three years, which, you know, interestingly enough, uh, I was 0-3 uh, for, for the mids, uh, so they were happy to see me go as their studio host. I was going to say, so they got rid of you. They mm-hmm. processed you. They sent you yeah. to the portal. They were like, you're out. Get out. 0-3. We, I think they had won 14 straight before I uh, took over uh, that role and lost promptly lost three in a row. So they kicked me out. They said, you're, you're done. Get out of here. But uh, I, I love this game. I've been to it once. And, uh, you know, if anyone ever has the opportunity to go, I know it's, you know, look, it's not the most aesthetically pleasing football. It's not athletes everywhere. But, but at least the clock runs. The clock runs. It's, uh, it's kind of like a soccer game. You know yeah. you're going to be in and out in like uh, two and a half hours. Yeah, I I don't know. I feel like this could be dumb, but it's like I feel like you just always want points in this game, but when it's down to like a point and a half, I'm with you. I feel like I've I've watched both of these teams a decent amount this year. Navy to me looks better. And, you know, I mean, I felt like last year was the type of year that Navy typically like when they have the disappointing year and then they turn around and they win the Army Navy game. I kind of thought that was going to springboard them this year into at least being better, but I guess the biggest question I have is do you feel like they've solved the quarterback issue? Because to me, like that's always I think I think you might have had less to do with the the lack of success Navy had, and I think it more of probably had to do with the fact they didn't have like another generational quarterback that it felt like put up two hundred yards every single day and five scores. 
Well, the year I left, so the season I was gone, they went 11-2, and two, went to your neck of the woods, won the Liberty Bowl against Kansas State, and uh, they they pummeled uh, Army in that game. I think that was 2019, if my memory serves me correctly, um, and that was Malcolm Perry. Um, I do feel like they've started to kind of figure it out uh, at the quarterback position. Obviously, they lost Ty Lavatai, who I thought was really playing well, uh, but Xavier Arline you know, stepped in and played well, and and you know they've they've kind of got that fullback uh, in this this Fofana guy, yeah, uh, who is kind of your throwback type of fullback that you used to see, whether it was Kyle Eckel and you know some of these other pieces. So they yeah they don't have the Keenan Reynolds, the Malcolm Perrys, uh, even the Will Worths, you know, yeah. some of the bigger name guys. But I, I do think our line has has run the offense pretty well and. And the defense is legit, man. I mean, that's the thing that's fascinating. You know, Notre Dame, when they played them in Baltimore uh, in early November, Notre Dame was able to to throw on them pretty well. And then they just went all-out blitz uh, in the second half. And Notre Dame, who is a team that kind of prides itself on running the football, could not run very successfully against Navy, a team that I think is top 10 in the country in stopping the run. So, obviously, if you're an elite run-stopping team facing someone like Army, an offense that's not going to confuse you at all. I mean, the fascinating thing about this game, guys, is the fact that you know every once in a while, you'll see some wrinkles. Like, I remember a couple years ago, you saw um, Navy running like uh, read option, and then they were going from the pistol, and it was fascinating because Army is like the only team that you can do that against. Well, I, I honestly, when I saw that in real time, I was like, oh, Ken is trying to get like a different job. (laughs) <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, because it feels like the the complaint is, oh, well, you can't run the triple. And so it's like, I felt like he was trying to do what, you know, Willie Fritz does, where it's like, okay, I'll run that triple, but you dumb people don't understand if I just put it in the gun. Like, but I think you're right. I think in the end, it was just nothing more than a wrinkle because, you know, you talk to people that how important this game is to both schools. Like, they'll it's put it in place. They'll put it in place just for this game. Oh, it's everything. I mean, look, you know, this is the whole – I mean, every time Navy ends a game, whatever sport it is, they do the alma mater, and the last two words they say is beat Army. They could be playing SMU. It doesn't matter. That's how they end every singer, single alma mater. So, you know, it is it is the most important game uh, in any sport that you play at either one of these uh, arms, you know, service academies. So even though Army and Navy aren't going to bowl games this year and both have losing records, it doesn't matter. It's going to be a sellout. It's the most important game. And, you know, I'll be honest, you know, the year that the streak ended for Navy, which was, I believe it was 16. 2017, 16, or maybe 16, yeah, I think you're right. Navy went to the AAC championship game that year. Yeah. So they were just playing football <laughs> against nonstop. Temple. What a world. Yeah. Matt Rule in oh, Temple. Yeah. Uh, and then they lost their quarterback. You know, Will Worth got knocked out. Um, you know, now Navy hasn't played a game since November 19th. So they have kind of leveled the playing field. Army strategically sets up their schedule to have ample time to prepare. And Navy did not play that weekend after Thanksgiving. Yeah. So the, the, both these teams have played, have been off the same amount of time. So, yeah, I think the playing field's even. And, uh, look, I'm I'm wearing a Navy shirt as I speak to you guys. So, yes, I'm a bit partial. But I just think Navy's playing better football right now. And, and honestly, the market is telling me that by the way that this game has moved so far. 
All right, let's get into the playoff. Let's start with, of course, the rankings from, I guess, Sunday. after mm-hmm. Sunday morning, I suppose. I feel like we got the four teams right, and I don't think anyone has much of an argument. I guess the way that I look at it, though, is Georgia and Michigan, or I beg your pardon. Yes, Georgia and Michigan would both want to play TCU. Mm-hmm. I understand they have an additional win that Ohio State does not have. They are 12-1 and versus 11-1. and I just think that you can talk around it all you want and say, like, we this was not about the rematch and whatnot. It's like, I think if you're ranking it one through four, I think Georgia should be playing TCU. Yeah, it's interesting when you look at it that way. You could, I mean, I think there have, there have been discussions in some sports, I think it was baseball, that there, there was a, an idea that you get to pick your opponent. And, yeah, I think Alabama, or excuse me, Georgia would have definitely picked TCU. I just want to take a step back, though, right. because it, it, was, it was interesting on – on Saturday night, because I live here in Vegas, obviously, you know, my job entails focusing on gambling nonstop and, you know, talking or seeing kind of the discussion on social media, which was, well, Alabama would be a favorite. Nick Saban even saying it, which was hilarious to go on television and say that we would be a favorite over TCU. Well, in, I fair- get it. in fairness, though, Tim, he literally had no other case to make. I mean, what and- what is his case going to be? Listen, guys. We went on the road to eight and four Texas, and we put it. Oh wait, no, we needed a field goal yeah. from fifty something yards. Let me tell you what: when eight and four Mississippi State came to town, we did put it on them. I mean, like you know what I mean? Like, he, what other case did he have other than we'd be favored because he had no good wins? And then basically, the best thing he could say is, "Well, we only lost twice with no time on the clock." Well, and and technically TCU didn't lose sure. with any time on the clock. You know, they lost in overtime, and you know, I kept seeing people. In, in this space, kind of defend Alabama and say they should be in. I'm like, well, look, I, I gamble. I bet against TCU a lot and lost a lot, too. Um, Not this week. We did it. Yeah, we, we finally did it. It's a championship week, but we got him. Oh, Baylor got us there, too, if we took the points. We, we uh, got that, there that, a couple what, times. That was when I did the stupid, like, uh, I'm gonna, okay, I'm sick of losing. I'm going to take TCU. Oh, no. and then I, you know, no, lost I, was just, I was just too stubborn yeah. on that one. You just um, ride this one out. I just wrote it out, wrote it out. And, and look, I bet Iowa State on Thanksgiving weekend, which might have been my worst <laughs> bet of the entire <laughs> college football season. At least season. you didn't have to watch it. Yeah, I was like, all right, this one's over. But at some point, games have to matter, man. Look, look, I get it. You know, the people in Vegas where I live, they're very smart, and they have power ratings. And they, of course, would have Alabama ranked uh, ahead of – or, yeah, they do have Alabama ranked ahead of TCU. But like you said, who's got a better win? TCU. They beat Kansas State. They're a top-10 team. What's their second-best win? Texas. Alabama's best win. Who beat Texas more convincingly? TCU. It's not even really comparable. And both were on the road. It wasn't yeah. like one got him at home and one, you know what I mean? I mean, they both have a common opponent, and Alabama needed to beat their backup quarterback on a class second field goal. And TCU, to their credit, game out once again, I bet on Texas in that one. Um, TCU dominated that game, and they had a great game plan. So, yeah, to come full circle, though, yeah, I, I, th- I do think Georgia, in their heart of hearts, is like, really? we got to play Ohio State? Like, this sucks. You know, we, we would have much rather played USC or TCU, and we've got to play Ohio State. However, I don't think it's a very good matchup for Ohio State. I think Georgia can play bully ball like uh, Michigan did. I just think I think Georgia's a better Michigan. <laughs> that, that's kind of well, I mean, the way I, I look Don't you at think it. we kind of saw that last? Because that was kind of what it boiled down to. Like, do I think... Do I think Georgia's going to lose this game? No, but I think that they, I think that, I think, 
I really do believe that Ohio State has a better chance of upsetting Georgia than TCU does. Hundred percent, because they yes, got stuck. They're gonna, you know, Georgia's gonna, yeah. Georgia's gonna dare their receivers to beat them, and those are really, really good receivers with a capable quarterback. I don't know if he's an elite quarterback, but he's certainly a capable quarterback. I look at Ohio State absolutely has the potential to to beat this Georgia team. This is a team that, in the eyes of Vegas was the best team in, in football coming into this year. Now, those those power ratings, of course, have been adjusted, and that's why you're seeing this spread at 6.5. And, and the fact that this game is in Atlanta is a benefit to Georgia as well. But you're telling me that C.J. Stroud, with a month to prepare and get healthy, and Mayan Williams and Travion Henderson and uh, you know Marvin Harrison Jr., they can't beat a, a Georgia team that is very, very good but did lose 15 pros from last year? Yeah, I think of the two games, I would be much more surprised if TCU beat Michigan than if Ohio State beat Georgia. That would be much more surprising to me. Um, so, we'll, yeah, we'll see how it plays out. But I do think Georgia, they, in the three games that they've, and I bet, you know, first half Georgia against LSU, and now look, the, the block field goal was a, was a helpful addition to the, to the cover there, but... In the games that they've needed to, Tennessee, LSU, and Oregon week one, two of those, interestingly enough, being played in Atlanta, yeah. where they'll be playing again. This will be a third game in Atlanta uh, this season. They've come out and smoked both the, all three of those teams in the first half. So, you know, we'll, we'll see. I think, you know, Kirby Smart has proven that over the years at Georgia, you give him a month to prepare, kind of like Nick Saban. You're you're going to be in a in a world of hurt here, and uh, we'll see how it plays out. You know, I, and I think a lot of people are calling into question Ryan Day now as a, you know, a guy that when he doesn't have the Jimmys and Joes, how does it come down to the X's and O's? And you know, last two years against Michigan have not been uh, ideal for for that uh, thought process. No, I mean to your point, you know, I, it felt like last year when we got to the playoffs. I I know Michigan was trendy, and I just sat there and thought about. It, I was like. Wait a minute. Michigan is just trying to be Georgia, but Georgia's doing it with double, double, triple, I don't know, maybe quadruple the amount of four and five stars. So I just kept that one simple, and it's like, oh, God. Like, I remember thinking I was much more excited to bet Alabama-Cincinnati, and then the one that ended up being the easy one was Georgia versus Michigan. And I understand Michigan saying that this might be, you know, it'd be different this year or whatnot. Like, I, I don't know. But I guess the question that I have is, how big would the number have to get for both teams for you to want to take the points? Ohio State, I, I could be convinced over a touchdown just because of their offense. I don't know if I'd be racing to play it. TCU, you know, I don't know. I got to do a little more digging on the TCU game because at some point it, I do get a little intrigued uh, by TCU. And, you know, the market's kind of come down a little bit. You look at in my eyes that you know the sharpest book in in the country and when it comes to college football circa is is I think you there. can say when it comes to sports it's coming at it's at 7 you know every other place is 8 7 and a half and i always think that's a little bit of a tell that the sharpest shop in town or in the country is is sitting there at 7 so i i haven't played either one of these games i haven't played a bowl game yet there's a couple that intrigue me but i, I the more i think about it I could see myself back in TCU here. I mean, I know Michigan's going to want to bully them, and and I'll see how that you know if if TCU becomes trendy, that's when I know to to jump off. But you know, no Blake Corum, um, that's a big loss there. 
Uh, J.J. McCarthy, I thought, played probably his best game as a, as a, as a Wolverine against Ohio State. I mean, he, he, they let him air it out, and he, he showed what he's capable of. I mean, he was a big-time high school recruit coming out of IMG down in Florida, and, and he kind of showed it there. So, yeah, we'll see how this all plays out. But, I mean, look, it'll never get to double digits on either side, but, you know, TCU certainly would, would appeal, be appealing at double digits. I feel like the most fitting into this college football season would be betting against TCU the whole season, chasing and then that. And then, yes, yeah. Don't you feel like that would just be a nice way to book in this season? It really would. I, so the funny thing is, I'll tell a little story. So middle of October, Kansas was the talk of the town, right? Oh, yeah. And well, that's what we were, I was laughing at this week how Lance Leipold at 5-0, and apparently that guy is a candidate for any job he wants in the country. But lo and behold, <laughs> let him lose three games, and all of a sudden he can't get the Nebraska job. It's like... Dude, are we really that stupid? And I guess the answer is yes. Like, we don't sit there and go, he's the same candidate. He's the same coach. Like, uh, like if you didn't like him at 5-0, and you, you shouldn't feel one way or the other about it. I mean, like, I just felt like that was just, that was like the ultimate, we are so dumb in this sport. Well, I'll say this. I think Nebraska and Wisconsin did better than Lance Leipold. And those are the two landing spots I think for they Lance, did, Lance Leipold. I think they did safer. You know, what I mean? or, you know what I mean? Like, I think if you're... Who would you rather have? Would you rather have Matt Rule or Lance Leipold? See, this Rule's the only one that I'm... Are we sure what Rule did at Baylor and at Temple is going to work at Nebraska? Because essentially what he did was he was big on finding guys with measurables, you know, guys that could run, jump, and he didn't really care if they weren't good football players. He was going to, quote-unquote, develop them. My concern is... Are you allowed to do that this day and age? You know what I mean? Like, I, I just don't know if you're going to be afforded. I know they gave him the seven-year deal, but, I mean, Eight if, year. if Scott Frost, like, who's going to have a longer leash than Scott Frost at Nebraska? Well, I mean, Scott Frost still had five years. And I think what, I mean, you got to remember what Baylor was when he walked in there. I okay, mean, it, I, I, it do, was, I do agree with you because I know a lot about, like, I had some friends that were, covering that investigation, and it's even yeah. worse. Like, yeah. when I, I sit there and go, you know, I'm not a Hugh Freeze fan, but to act like Hugh Freeze and Art Bryles were the same thing was no. completely disingenuous. No. Like, no, that's no, no, not no. even remotely close to the truth. There's a reason that Art Bryles Correct. Does not have should a job. and never will be hired Correct. again. And, and anytime and he tries to get a job, it's immediately nixed. Like, are you serious? You're, you're, you're doing this? So, you but know. To, to, but I guess the point that I'm making is, Bryles did win big there. Rule one big there. And, you know, Aranda's Aranda had the horrible first year, but that was also kind of a COVID year zero. And this year wasn't quite as good, but I but just think it might did, be a, a low-key good job. How much did Aranda benefit from Rule when they won the conference last year? I'm just, just Pro- asking a question. I, probably, I think probably more than he didn't. You know what I mean? Like, more, probably I more just, than what he put on the su- roster. To sum up, my, I would take if I were a Nebraska fan, it would have been Rule One, Leipold Two, and if I were a Wisconsin fan, I do work in Wisconsin. I told them, I said, I would love to have Lance Leipold. And then when the Luke Fickle hire came around, I'm like, oh my god, yeah, that's that that one. You want that one? Like, I, I mean, I think Luke Fickle's a borderline top five coach in college football. So I'm just, I will admit this. I am very having covered the AAC. I have a bit of the heebie-jeebies of of banking on the guy that that did well in the AAC because we've seen a lot more yeah. that go and 
that go and and, and and don't have success. I thought Justin Fuente was going to be a absolute Everyone did. home run hire. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.